my friend, you have found the Functioning Hot Mess Podcast. I'm your host, Tanya Murray, life coach and author. I started this show to share life lessons and hot mess moments along with a few shenanigans to let you know you're not alone in this roller coaster of life. Each week, you'll get a solo episode or an interview to help you improve your self-confidence, create healthy relationships, or become a better parent. If you love what you hear, hit subscribe and I'll automatically show up in your downloads each and every week. All right, let's get on with the show. Are you in a one-way friendship? Let me just tell you from experience, those really suck. And usually we don't realize how bad it is until there's a deal breaker moment. Now I had one of these experiences several years ago where it was like, stop, tire screeching, stop, friendship came to a halt. It was definitely a deal breaker moment. And I did everything I'm going to tell you to do today, but I did it hindsight. I did it at the end. And hopefully there's some things that you can take to evaluate your situation as you go. We'll cover those in the end. So stay with me through the whole podcast, but we're going to cover some of those steps that you can take to maybe save it, maybe prevent it from completely coming to a screeching halt or being able to handle it in a healthy way. So for me, deal breaker friendship moment happened and it literally came to a screeching halt. And I was really kind of hung up on how did I miss this? How did I not know? So I started going back through a year's worth of text messages that were still on my phone. And what I saw was actually, it didn't give me any heads up about what was coming, but it did show me the reality of the friendship that we had. And it actually taught me that I actually didn't lose a friend. So for example, let me just explain. When I went through those years of texts. I noticed that I was checking in on this person. I was showing concern. I had so much attention and concern with her vibe. Like I knew just with the things that she would say and the posts that she would have on social media and stuff, I knew when she was in a dark place, a sad place, a scared place. And I reached out to show concern, reached out to see if she was okay. And I was sharing my inner cheerleader in these messages back and forth. I was saying, you've got this, you're okay, you're amazing, you're wonderful. All of that stuff was what I was giving. And, you know, we'd go a little while without talking and then I'd see something coming up. So I would check in and how you doing? And, and I remember we'd, we'd go to lunch and I'd share all these coaching tips and I'd get her going on this new plan, this new path. And it was all stuff that she was super jazzed about. And what I started to notice though, was throughout those messages, all I got was her dark times, her drama times, the stuff that was going on in her life that was really bringing her down. A lot of those things were her choices, the ways that she was handling situations. And I knew I could help her and I could, but I wasn't getting anything else. And I noticed through all of those texts that what was missing was checking on me. Hey, how are you doing? How are things going? There was none of the fun girl time You know, I'd see her out to dinner with other girlfriends. I'd see her at movies with other girlfriends. I didn't get any of that. And I was okay with it because I'm in a super good spot. I have been for a while. And so that didn't really upset me. I was more like, yay, you go. I'm so happy to see her out there. But when I really went back and looked through everything, I was like, I don't get any of the fun. It's like, I'm not gifted with that from her. And I really recognized that the friendship that I lost while it was heartbreaking, it was one way. 
And that realization really helped me get through that process. It helped me deal with that grief, that loss, all the struggles that comes with losing a friend. And it really helped me understand more about myself. It allowed me to start asking myself questions about my friends, my current friends, the people that were still in my life. So I told another friend about my realization and I said, you know, I just gave her the rundown. I went through messages. Here's what I saw. Here's what I didn't see. And this was what made me sad. And she said, I know it's been really hard to watch. And I just remember sitting there and thinking, wow, you know, I didn't even realize what that looked like from someone else. So another really good friend of mine was watching me put on my superhero jacket as much as I could and try to go help this person, try to get her into a better space, try to provide her with support and friendship and guidance and all the things that I wanted to do as a friend. Those were my decisions. Those were my choices. I did that and I'm good with that. I don't feel like any of that was a waste of time. But what was really hard to watch was for my friend knowing that it continued to be a never ending cycle and that I wasn't getting any fun, any care, any concern in return. So what I learned from that and my takeaways for that and what I do moving forward with friendships is number one, analyze your friendship. That is the very first thing to do. Go through the five people you spend the most time with and really analyze them. Is this someone that you want to keep? If you're starting to notice that maybe it's one way, take a look at what's going on in their world. Has it just been a bad year? Have they gone through some health problems, some serious stresses, some loss, some change, some stuff that they're going through? I think we all get to give each other some grace. So give them that grace. Pay attention to, is this someone who has the same values and interests as you? Could a conversation change it for the better? And if so, what would you like to include in that conversation? Had I seen some of this stuff prior, I think I would have had that conversation. I think I would have said, hey, you know, here's something that I'm noticing. Let's do something fun. I want to have fun with you. I want to be able to go do fun things too. And I want to be able to have a friendship and a relationship outside of the chaos of life. And a conversation like that might actually change a friendship. And especially if it's one worth keeping. If it doesn't work, there's your answer. If nothing changes, there's your answer but at least you can say that you've tried and at least you can say that you've shared some information. You've given it an honest try if it is someone that you want to keep around in the first place. Hey, podcast fam. You guys know that I'm a big fan of yoga. I am loving it right now. My body is loving it. Everything about it is just yummy to me. I just love practicing yoga. I love everything from hot yoga, yin yoga, vinyasa flow, everything that I have tried with yoga, I have absolutely loved. And one of the things that was super important to me was getting a good yoga mat. So what I found was a mat made by a company named Reach, R-E-E-C-H. What I love about this company and this yoga mat is that when you start to sweat, you don't get slippery. The mat doesn't get slippery. You're not going to go anywhere. You're going to stay put. In fact, their mat is called Namaste, S-T-A-Y, which helps keep you in place. So your grip is never going to slip for you. It provides the stability that you need to take your practice to the next level. In addition to that, it measures at 185 by 68 centimeters, so it's a little bit bigger and it gives you that little extra space to be able to stretch yourself a little bit further and be on the mat. The 4.5 millimeter thickness of the mat gives you the cushion that your joints need and the stability to hold your poses. 
Plus. It is made from natural tree rubber and a non-toxic antibacterial polyurethane, so it helps you stay put and it's 100% biodegradable. That was a big deal to me because they are committed to making products without leaving a mark on the planet and they're very proud to be carbon negative. So not only are their mats 100% biodegradable, but also their packaging. So they're dedicated to the restoration efforts of foresting across the globe. So every time you buy a mat from them, they plant 15 trees every single time a mat is sold. I love that. You guys, I am such a tree lover and a forest lover. Nature and being out in nature really fills my cup. I love everything about it. So knowing that I was supporting a company that had values and vision that aligned with mine was really, really important. So the cool thing is your order comes with a 30 day money back guarantee. So if you slip or you don't love your mat for any reason, you just send it back. I have the mat in blue and I love it. It's like a dark blue. It's kind of like, I would call it a peacock blue, but it's absolutely beautiful. I just love it. So to get your mat, visit theheartofconfidence.com forward slash myreach, that's M-Y-R-E-E-C-H, and get your mat today. And I have a little incentive for you. If you enter the code HOTMESS10 when you check out, you'll also get a $10 discount. This one's a no-brainer. Jump in and go for it. Make sure if you do that you tag the Functioning Hot Mess podcast in your social media posts. I would love to see that you have the mat and that you're loving it as much as I do. All right, let's get back to this episode. The second thing to do is to notice, can you take your care and concern about that person down a little? So in my situation, and especially if you have a one-way friend going on, we're giving, giving, giving. We're over-giving, we're over-anticipating, we see what's going on, we got our spidey sense, we know when they need the phone call. Can you take that down a little bit? Still showing up, but let them know, reach out to me if you need, but I'm not going to interfere, I'm not going to put myself in the middle, I'm not going to interject. If you need me, call me. Now that doesn't mean you ignore intuition. If you have that intuitive hit that says, call this person, call that person. But just be willing to take yourself and your care and concern back a little bit. Instead, use that time that you have invested in that person to deep clean, to cross off some goals, to meet new friends at yoga or the coffee shop, to start creating some of those new friendships that go deep really quick and are awesome, and start giving yourself an opportunity to outgrow people because sometimes we just do and that's okay. And it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with them. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. It doesn't mean that you're better than or less than. It just means there's changes in your life and you need to go to the next level. And so does everybody else. And then the third would be, do you need to cut this person off? Does this need to be a cold turkey? What does this need to be? Does it need to be a slow withdrawal? Does it need to be what? What does it need to be? If you need to cut this person off for some reason, how can you show up and do it in a way that's congruent to you? Because it's easy to show up with attitude and it is easy to show up with, how dare you? Here's what you did and here's why I'm angry. Takes a whole nother level of excellence to show up and say, I'm making this decision for myself. And it's not about blame. It's not about making them feel bad. It's not about making them feel worse about themselves or already most likely they think they're not enough anyway. We don't need to add to that, right? But how can you say it in a way that you're speaking your truth, you're being honest with them, but you're doing it in a respectful and compassionate way? That is where the magic lies. And in that situation, 
you're giving in that friendship again, even if it's one way, even if you have been giving and not receiving, you're in that last moment of that friendship still giving. And that is congruent with who you are. That is true to your heart. So find that way, sit down, journal it, write it out, practice it, knowing full well, when you sit down to have that conversation, it's all going to come out differently than you practiced and that's okay. But the information is there. The intention and the heartfelt and the energy behind it is there. And you're doing it out of an act of love and kindness, both for yourself and for that other person. What if they need someone different to help pull them forward? By you ending that relationship, you're actually giving them the freedom and the openness to bring in one new person that may really help them in a way that maybe you couldn't. And that's okay. We're not the begin all end all for everyone, right? So as usual, I want you to take this information and flip it around. Are you the friend who's always taking? Are you the friend who's not giving? When you're analyzing your friendships and you're looking at those people who are the most five, you know, top five people you spend your time with, who are the ones that are on the peripheral to? Who are the ones who are reaching out to you, checking on you, and you're not reciprocating as much? Analyze that. Is that someone that you want to bring into your closer circle? Or is there a reason you're keeping them at a distance? It's okay either way. This is a non-judgment zone. It's just curiosity. But are there situations or friendships that you have where you are the one-way friend? And what can you do to change that? It's the same steps. It's analyzing. It's looking at this person. Does this someone who has the same values and interests? Do I actually like spending time with them? Then why am I not? Because a lot of times we'll find that the five people we're spending the most time with are energy suckers or drama queens or whatever. And maybe, maybe we're outgrowing them. And this might be someone that you could give more to. If you are that one way friend, can you offer yourself more? So in the last one, when you're giving and not receiving, I mentioned pull back a little. But if you recognize that you're receiving and not giving as much, where can you give? And can you? It's okay to not be able to, but I'll tell you what, it goes a long way to send a text and say, hey, I'm thinking about you. I know I'm really busy. I know I've had a lot going on. I know my priorities have shifted a lot. I just want to say thank you for everything you do. Something that simple can give so much. So is there a way that you can up your level of concern for that person a little bit? I'll tell you one thing that I absolutely love is sending cards or letters. I mean, we don't do that anymore, but the one thing I love about it, and I know I'm giving you my dirty little secrets right now, and I'm sorry, here you go, but it is a way for you to check in, to send a letter to how are you, how are things, you're on my mind, here's something that I really value about you, and then we can share a little bit about here's what I'm doing, here's what's going on, and then you put it in the mail. It's not a conversation. You can do that in the middle of the night. You can do that early in the morning. You can do that while you're sitting at the doctor's office waiting for your kids or whatever. And it's a little bit quicker than having a one-on-one conversation, even a phone conversation, because you're able to say what you need to say and put it in the mail. So that might be a way that you can throw in a little bit more concern and care and love than what you've been showing. And then recognize the last one is, do you need to cut off a friendship? Is this one that maybe it's okay to let it go? Maybe the reason you're not more invested and you're kind of receiving and not giving is because it's really not a relationship that's truly fulfilling for you. Is it worth keeping that person on the line? Is it better to cut them off? What do you need to do with that? Again, tap into your intuition. You always know. You always know what you need to do. Be kind, be caring, be loving, and be honest. Thank you so much for always reaching out to me. I really do appreciate it. 
I'm in a chapter in my life where I just don't reciprocate. I don't know. That actually sounded really terrible. Don't say that. <laughs> Come up with something better. I, I don't have anyone in my world right now that I can picture that with right now. So I don't have a really good example for you. But if you do, email me and tell me your story and we'll brainstorm it together. But if there's a way that you need to cut this person off for any reason, there's a good way to do it. Go through those same steps where you really analyze, you really meditate, you really think about it, and you be honest and true. And that is loving and giving too. All right, my friend, that is it for this week. As always, please make sure you share this. If you loved this episode, I want you to share it on social media, hashtag functioning hot mess podcast so I can find you and make sure you share it with a friend. If you have recognized that you've been the one receiving and not giving, share this with a friend and say, I'm sorry, I want to do better and make that a priority. And with that, I will be in your downloads next week. <laughs>